very versatile personality yes, i should yes, say yes. i'm especially musician but with lot of circumstances i was uh, uh, able to be managed for my first band then i learned from that then i studied cultural policies then i was uh, conducting two festivals in tunisia and i also work here as consultant for uh, right. ministry of culture and also member of the jury in different countries like morocco south africa recently and uh, abu dhabi cultural foundation also i'm going to work. Good morning, Imad. It's my great pleasure to have you as my guest on Chat with Chitra. How are you today? Good morning, and thank you very, very much for your invitation. Now, you are an amazing musician, from what I understand, uh, and as our global ambassador for the World Music Conference, uh, you are a musician and a composer. So you originally come from Tunisia. Absolutely, I came. Um, in Montpellier in south of France in 2001 to study translation at the University of Montpellier at the same time of course I'm a musician and I started also my career here in France in this city uh, with a band called Les Boucaques which was doing uh, a kind of rock uh, oriental fusion with uh, you know western oriental mix uh, with them I did uh, like a tour for 35 countries among them um european, non european countries and then i started also doing my career as a manager and as a researcher and cultural policies such a very very multifaceted role i must say you are originally a musician but i have i happen to see a few videos on youtube uh, which which shows you playing a percussion So yes. how did this passion for percussion really start for you I mean was it from a very young age or how, how did it all start Well uh, it started uh, from an an early age like uh, uh, so many countries like Tunisia mm. in terms of uh, uh, the culture of percussion is very present in our mm. country in North Africa Africa South America India where we can learn we can hear percussion in the street we can hear rhythm in the city in the village in the wedding in so yes i uh, i felt in love with an instrument called derbuka which is uh, the main instrument i play and uh, i was actually doing trying to doing theater but i saw a, a small concert in the college before the the playwright and <laughs> i started learning that like this autodidact mm. and uh, yeah slowly i went to study in tunis uh, at the university then i met some real uh, ustad of percussion and uh, i learned from them and then i came to montpellier then i traveled to iran to turkey south of turkey to uh, mumbai and uh, to mm. also latin america to learn uh all the school way which is really meeting the people in the ground and learning from them the techniques of percussion and i really appreciate a lot in france as a melting pot society in which you can find these uh different cultures in the same country here in france like you can meet absolutely you can meet cuban percussionists and uh, yes this is how it started yeah. 
So that's amazing because uh, once you started having an interest towards, uh, uh, did you say it's Darbuka or is it kind of a djembe? Yes, it's Darbuka. Yeah, I mean djembe, Darbuka and all this. Uh, I, I worked a lot on the traveling sounds and the traveling percussions that they came from Rajasthani yeah. travelers in, mm. the, in the 18th century, 10th century from a lot of tribes and gypsies who took with them yeah. a lot of instruments. I mean, percussion travel and music travel a lot. So what we can find in Jaipur, we can find it in Rio de Janeiro because uh, and then through that travel, through that journey, there is a lot of influences. Yes, so the Darbuka is a Middle Eastern, North African, but I think also African. Uh, yeah, I think it has got a very unique sound, right? It's, I feel it's a very, very unique instrument. And having said that, you traveling to uh, various countries and into the, uh, in the interiors and exploring the various rhythmic uh, patterns or you know their origin of percussion in different countries would have given you a great exposure right and exactly. it would perhaps give you a lot of ideas as to how well we can collaborate and meeting the other musicians and fusing with them between inverted cameras uh, it's usually my it was and still my passion because i really find that um, as a musician, as artist, you should meet people. You should uh, uh, make the first step to them and uh, explore the other cultures. And uh, music, it's uh, one part of the culture, but there is also, when we go to uh, Brazil, we will eat uh, in the musician's or the painter's house or the writer house. So we will know culinary culture, we'll know also the sound, we'll know the furniture, we'll know traditions. and. And this is how I really uh, appreciate our our work on the ground and why uh, the traveling profession is very important for, for me. And um, uh, I had the first meeting here in Montpellier, for example, with the band called uh, Ziscacan from La Réunion Island in the Indian Pacific. Uh, uh, you know, this small island next to Madagascar. Mm. Uh, and we did an album there and we found out that there is a lot of similarity between the rhythm there and in North Africa <laughs> and right. it was easy uh, I met just the singer and we started recording then I went there and mm. it was one of the first um, uh, fusion or uh, con direct contact uh, collaboration and then of course I started working with the, with the flamenco musician from Eastern Europe. Then uh, uh, recently I released an album in England with uh, Justin Adams, the guitar player of, um, who worked seven years with Robert Plant. Mm -hmm. uh, I'm still working with Justin, by the way. So my first album in 2014 was released in the UK. All right. Justin Adams is the guitar player and producer, and he uh, worked along with uh, Robert Plant from Led Zeppelin and uh, Right. He produced Tinari Wen, he produced Rashid Taha and uh, Shined O'Connor and yeah, he's a great, great musician and composer. Fantastic. We launched a few music albums and you have collaborated with uh, various uh, music organizations. 
uh, in Perpignan in the in the south of France, yes. All right. Well, well also uh, collaborated with Conservatoire in Paris in Dijon as uh, I did master class and workshop, but I collaborated with the, with the Perpignan with the students of the Conservatoire and uh, the composition were uh, written to them and they, we did a nice collaboration for 10 days. I did the same in Jerusalem uh, and uh, with Edward Said Orchestra in Jerusalem and some other cities in Palestine. Mm. Uh, the same I did in Tunis and uh, Jordan and in uh, uh, Oslo and Hamburg and yeah. So you have traveled widely uh, yeah, and you've taken this <laughs> to very many places. Yes, well, we had the chance before the COVID. Now it's a bit difficult, but uh, we had the chance in a nice period of uh, uh, yeah. So I. I think there was a nice period between 2004 to 7 to 8. Then there was a bit decline of the album selling. Then there was mm -hmm. some sickness, then it went again. But uh, now it's, yeah, we are restarting the. Things are starting to get better, isn't it, post yeah. the pandemic? We hope so, in your. It's, it's not that easy for a lot of musicians who lost a lot of uh, work, a lot of energy, especially, because it's not only yeah. material side, but there is also this uh, energy to restart again uh, careers or uh, field, in which, is, which was already difficult. But uh, with the pandemic, uh, it becomes worse. And I think now there is... Uh, it will it will uh, restart slowly yeah sure yeah how old is this instrument darboka and where exactly do you have this more popular in tunisia is it in the villages uh, it's folk and it's uh, also academic like you find this in the conservatory with the i mean in the classical orchestra let's say and also it's an instrument available for anyone in the villages, in the cities. Right. So, right. yeah, Darbuka is the most popular percussion. And then you have different way, of course, of playing it and different uh, music, musical styles that uh, go with it. For example, you have the popular, how we call it the popular music. Mm -hmm. which for me not usually very positive uh, word but any music is popular for me sure. academic or not but uh, yeah the music that we play in the in the weddings for example is it's usually traditional songs it's the same all over the world by the way because it's the common heritage yes. uh, that people share together and so they don't uh, uh, take in consideration the techniques or say but the most important thing is playing is the happiness is the gathering and then you have the darbuka is used uh, in different styles in the classical andalusian music turkish music because the ottoman empire was present in tunisia for five centuries mm. and also the andalusian were expelled from spain in 1492 so many jewish people came to tunisia they brought to, with them also a new uh, culture and new uh, musical uh, yeah. makams like the, the, the Malouf music. 
Mm. And so, yeah, it's used in this different. Now it's used in rock music. Now Blarbuka is a French instrument, English instrument. You find it in Rajasthan also. I mean, Dino Banjara, a friend of mine who plays in in Rajasthan, he used in his percussion set Darbuka. You can find this in Brazil and the same. Now the word has completely globalized and changed. So we mm. also use tabla in uh, Morocco and we, uh, you know, uh, we use congas from Cuba in, uh, in France. So yeah, there is some instruments that become really uh, global, global instruments now. Such an amazing thing because uh, all these various percussion, they try to unify different cultures. They bring people together. So that's also another very important factor, bring people together. Did you really want to become a musician or a professional drummer right from a young age or was it just, just happened by chance? It's happened, it's not by chance, but by circumstances of life. <laughs> Right. I, started, uh, I came here to study and you know in our societies almost like India the families put a lot of pressure on the children to study and mm. to finish and diploma and be proud of that mm. so I used to play but in my mentality that I perceived from the society and the family for me the music is something aside when i arrived to france i met a band they liked my way playing to their book and they said you should come with us and tour i said the tour but they have university courses they said no but this is a professional work it was the first time i understood that there is people who live from music so it was surprising for me and they said and they spent a lot of time to think about it and to think that uh, it's not easy to uh, you know to cut with the social pressure uh, yeah. immediately so yeah i think it wasn't an easy exercise but it was a psychological and uh, sociological work because at the same time you you understand why you are afraid why you are just scared about yeah. doing what you like and finally even you like something you don't know that you like that that's why the question is uh, you asked is very interesting did you know from the early age that you will be professional drama no because they don't give us the chance to know what we want i'm sorry to say this but this is the whole question in our uh, so-called oriental world and here yeah. in france I remember i met family they say do you want to be a dancer? Do you want to be a classical musician? So it's uh, it's very open and families encourage this side. Of course, they are they protect children and but there is a lot of prejudice about music uh, in uh, in the Arab world and also in the, I mean let's say a big part of the world because uh, they combine or. Uh, they make a link between music and drugs and I don't know. <laughs> so you really followed your passion and that's where you are today. Yes, yes. Uh, we arrived to the conclusion that it wasn't easy, but I arrived to my passion and to understand that I really like this and I want to be professional. Then I really discovered that I was happy inside. I, I, my life has completely changed because I gave time to this passion. Mm. And to give time to this question, you understand it's a real work and you should work hard as much as any other work. And yeah. uh, that there is a big uh, false prejudice about artists and music that they are not working so hard, but it's false. 
and uh, and also there is an ac academic uh, work and then yeah. started learning jazz music and learning also about the cultural policies and cultural diplomacy. Fantastic, fantastic. Mm -hmm. Would you recommend any one of the Tunisian musician or percussionists that we could listen to? Besides you, of course. No, 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 of course. I mean, I'm not one of, uh, I consider, of the best percussionists that we have in Tunisia. I'm, I, I can say I'm a lucky percussionist because opportunity is the most important thing. I know a lot of technical, uh, I mean, a lot of good percussionists with technical skills, but they didn't have the chance to meet other people, to go out of the country. And this is a problem that we have elsewhere because I think meeting people, traveling, it's already another school that gives you the opportunity to listen to electronic, to rock, to uh, traditional music from Uzbekistan or from Cuba. Uh, yes, there is a lot of good percussionists, but I will recommend uh, a friend and a good musician called Dafer Youssef, uh, who is a jazz musician mixing uh, Sufi tradition with, uh, with jazz. Uh, mm. Yeah, I really liked his work and he worked very hard to to release a lot of albums and he's quite known now. I'm very proud of him. Fantastic. You said it rightly, Ahmed. You we need the right exposure to listen to, you need to have opportunities along your way so that you that will give you an opportunity to collaborate, you know, with people and explore further. Yes, thanks for recommending the great musician. So what is your main focus as a percussionist? The main percussion that you, ah. you are an expert, you're an exponent well, of Darbuka, right? Yes, well, there, I, I started by Darbuka, but as I said before, um, now we have this kind of uh, world music or global percussion set. Uh, it's mixed between drums, between Udu, uh, Jambe, Cajon. You can find a lot of uh, different sounds. And this is uh, also I learned from a friend called Luis Nascimento, who is a Brazilian great percussionist. And when I arrived to France, I was, I really liked his set and how he uh, brings together different sounds. And it's really a question of sound more than technique. You know, they have this mm. uh, beautiful sound of cajon with udu, and you can hear India, and you, at the same time, you can hear Brazil and North Africa. And uh, I think we arrived to a moment we, we, we work more on sound than the technique, where we are in the service of music, on the service of the musicians and the music itself than ourselves. I mean, we're, we're not here to do a lot of solos. Of course, we do, but uh, the main uh, goal is uh, to be here on the service of the art in the service of music. So beautifully put. Yeah. I can't agree anymore with you. You are the director of the Carthage International Festival. So tell mm -hmm. me something about uh, this festival. What was the passion behind this? It comes uh, after the revolution in Tunisia in 2011. And uh, as so many Tunisians, I want to help the country as much I can. And in the cultural field, I, I got 
some experience and they said they will come back to help some young people, which is I'm still doing. Uh, at the meantime, uh, the government asked me to direct the uh, Journée Musicale de Carthage, which is the Carthage Music Days, a different festivals, a festival which is uh, focused on the emergent uh, mm -hmm. talents in uh, not only in Tunisia, but also in Africa and the Middle East. Uh, I really like the idea to invite a lot of professionals from Europe and from different countries that I know in Tunisia and show them the new emerging scene. And it was quite a success in 2017 and 2019. Then uh, the Minister of Culture at that time appointed me as director of the most prestigious festivals in Africa, the Carthage Music Festival, which is held in uh, July, August every year and uh, uh, it's uh, a big opportunity and a very delicate opportunity too because it's a very prestigious festival since 1964 this festival was uh, was born and uh, so where does this happen 2020 so it so arrived which exactly place which in place Carthage, in Carthage as historical site there is the amphitheater of Carthage uh, which is also uh, a prestigious amphitheater since the third country. Uh, it was built uh, during the Roman Empire that just came after the Carthage, uh, Rome, Punic, uh, Third War. <laughs> right. Is, uh, so it's got a long history behind it, isn't it? Of course, of course. Uh, so you call it, I'm sorry for my mispronunciation, it's called the Carthage International Festival. Yes. The Carthage International Festival and the Amphitheater of Carthage, and it's a big uh, history because here also the festival uh, was, uh, as I said, was uh, established in 1964, but uh, there was uh, um, a big uh, history behind and the festival was here to also a tool to, to enhance the heritage of Carthage and to highlight the monuments, to highlight the, and uh, the, all the material, non-material uh, heritage of the, the city of Carthage. So for me, it was also a come back to this uh, work and we worked on the archives of the festival since uh, the beginning. Mm. And uh, unfortunately, there was the, 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 the COVID when I arrived to the festival. So it was postponed twice. Uh, very frustrating, but uh, we are working again, I hope, for uh, next edition. I really wish you all the very best uh, for a successful festival. As a musician and as a composer, how did you find the collaboration with other genre of music? And what is your most memorable collaboration to date? One of them. I know, I'm sure you will have many. Yeah, well, I was, uh, I, I, I told you about uh, this collaboration with the, this Cacon from La Réunion, but I think that Justin Adams from uh, London uh, was one of my best collaboration because it was my first solo album in mm. Safa, in which I summarized a lot of, of these travels and uh, collaborations. So Justin was also, he, gave me a lot of force and uh, courage and encouraged me to uh, to release the album and uh, I'm very thankful. Fantastic. 
So coming back to our World Music Conference, what are your views about the conference theme for this year? And as our global ambassador, how do you envisage uh, we take this further in the years? Well, first of all, thank you very much for uh, appointing me ambassador because it's a big honor and responsibility at the same time. I feel thank like you. I have, and thank you. Um, in parallel of my career as a musician and percussionist and festival director, I also worked a lot with children and worked a lot with uh, teenagers also in Tunisia, but uh, with children in France, in Tunisia, and from an early age, and I know the relationship that they have with percussion especially. And uh, yes, uh, the, the theme of education and music and uh, children and uh, I think I started it spontaneously. I didn't know how much affecting music, affecting the, the, the child, affecting and how sensitive they are to the rhythm. And uh, I really worked with like five years old uh, children to, uh, to now they are 15. Sometimes they're <laughs> from this, the primary school, secondary school to the say here, the system, educational system in France. And uh, I got a lot of pleasure to, to, to understand this mechanism of, of exchange between, uh, you know, without a lot of pedagogy, but there is a natural language and uh, uh, how, how music and percussion can enhance uh, the, the education and the understanding of the child to go to the music, not only music, but also uh, the spelling, the rhythm, and uh, I, as I told you last time, the body language. Yes. being quite at ease with his body and with his rhythm and how it's important before you start the class to have these 15 minutes of uh, warm up music. Yes, exactly. Fantastic. So, yeah. What is your vision for the next five years? Uh, well, I'm now working for an album which will be released at the end of the year. Um, I will continue to be consultant. I will continue to work in the music field as a musician, but uh, I also uh, try to stabilize a little bit my private life by stabilizing mm -hmm. you know, my my work and that uh, you know I have this tendency to do a lot of things at the same time. So yeah. <laughs> I would like to. Um, to concentrate on uh, on music and also on uh, consultancy. Fantastic. I really want to wish you all the very best for your future endeavors. We now Thanks. move on to the next segment of the chat, which is called the lighter side of you. How would uh, you describe image in three words? Global citizen, mm -hmm. active and open-minded. Your favorite holiday destination? My favorite holiday destination is still Tunisia. Your favorite cuisine? World cuisine in general. World cuisine. Yes. Right. Like Korean, Indian, Vietnamese, Thai, Tunisian, French, Italian. Yeah. Right. What would you have been if you were not a musician? I, I would work for an international organization. So with this, we come to the end of this very interesting and lively chat. I want to thank you for your valuable time. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. Thank you very much and have a